0: Here we go. Starting now. We are back. Took a week off, but we are back with the almost side show. Working our way through Barry episode by episode. Took that little break in between seasons. But now we are back with season three. I am Terry. He is Adam. How's it going, Adam?
1: Man, this episode felt like the good, the bad and the ugly. It was it felt like a Western, didn't it? I don't know. I mean, I got that vibe. I just got that Western vibe to it. I like it.
0: Yeah, it it was. It was something else. And I mean, we, we mentioned on the last episode that we had heard that it had kind of taken a darker tone mm-hmm. for the third season holy crap did it shift tones it and we're going to talk about it and i think for the better because this was a dynamite episode and i have no idea what's going to happen next i'm just That's gonna say right now
1: thing about it beautiful i have thing. no
0: idea no clue on so many different levels yeah <laughs> oh my goodness yeah you didn't have your quippy little quote i was waiting for a uh yeah
1: I know what was my quippy little quote I, I was thinking about it I was like i I don't know I just I, it felt like a good like a big old like a western and I'll kind of kind of feel like I'll when I go talk about the episode i'll I'll explain what kind I was feeling and what I felt when the, when I saw the characters and stuff like that but there were right, some there okay. were some really cool moments in there.
0: okay well then let's just get into it that this cool. episode deserves as much as we can and this turn. That Barry Mm -hmm. takes deserves all the attention so let's do it Barry season three episode one this is called forgiving Jeff (laughs) there's no forgiving Jeff there isn't there isn't all right so after an epic recap of the first two outstanding seasons I thought that just like the whole like previously on Barry was just amazing.
1: I mean, like a recap like that. HBO does a really good job with those. Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones was like Mm -hmm. ones we can you can relate to. because You both and I have both seen it. But great recaps for HBO. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. So after an epic recap, we see Barry emotionless about to do a hired hit on some random guy who slept with the wrong woman. But he forgives him. So they both die. Sally has her own show. Barry is living with Sally. Barry's kind of a deadbeat. And his controller broke. The cops bring in Noho Hank to try and pin both the monastery massacre and Moss on him. See what I did there? Pin uh, pin it on him.
1: (laughs) See what you did there.
0: Uh, Yeah, you see what I did there? He fingers Fuchs saying he is a Chechen assassin called the Raven, which is totally not a made-up name. Uh, Fuchs is in hiding in the Chechen countryside, uh, wanting to watch some Buckeye football and waiting for uh, everything to calm down in L.A. Gene fingers Fuchs as his detective um, and tries to tell the police that Barry killed Moss, but they have their eyes on Fuchs. Barry visits Sally on set and visualizes Sally getting murdered. Hmm. Hank and Cristobal are officially 50 50 now. And Barry shows up begging for work. Hank refuses since he messed everything up. Gene asks Barry to help him pack up the closed acting studio as a ploy to either get Barry to turn himself in or kill him. When his prop gun falls apart, Barry takes him to the desert to put him in the ground. Instead, he sees the same visual he saw with Sally. He doesn't kill Jean, and instead tries to earn his forgiveness. Get back in the trunk. Forgiveness earned. Yeah. And nice. earn it. And earn it. Yeah. Oh man. Good stuff. Yeah. What did you think?
1: Yeah, well, I, I guess my quip would have been I kind of want a bowl of cereal now, but some of those whatever with some I goat's eat, milk with some goat's I milk, mean, yeah, fresh, fresh goat's milk. Uh, <clears throat> so the start of season three, it totally feels really self-contained in the sense that we're getting like these little um, snippets of where our five main characters are at in their life right now. We really don't have know too much what's happened before well we know what happened the season two of course but anything that in between the two seasons but um no hank and sally seemed to by far seem to be like the most surviving like and thriving members of the five that were really here uh barry is like a broken um mess literally losing his shit Gina is like a desperate man uh, wanting his own taste of justice and then fuchs is he eat, eat, just eats cereal this episode really uh but i i like how bleak and dark that the show feels now and not just the tone but the color aspect as well it kind of feels mm-hmm. like i said like mm-hmm. the westerny feel uh each character you go every each character you see on screen has like a certain tone when they're on camera uh what oh, is yeah yeah so it's like every it, every because it feels like a western throughout the show but it Every character has a different tone, and that's that's just not how they're acting, but also the the music and how the it's shot too, uh-huh. which I thought was awesome. And uh, which is an awesome choice for the show to make. You feel like the tension when they are interacting with each other between the other uh, characters, and Barry's scenes feel like he's like a desperate junkie, just trying to get like a fix, trying to get that kind of sense of purpose back in his life again. And it's yeah. a it's a beautiful frantic start to this the season. And Having Gene kind of seek his own justice and kind of have that one moment where the cops are talking to him and interrogating him, and he just kind of turns his head and is like, I know what I'm going to do now. That's and having that music feel kind of like it's like ominous in the because you know what's going to happen and you know there's going to only be one outcome. I think it's just a beautiful way to kind of start the show because you really don't know what's going to happen and if Gene is actually going to work with Barry or not, which is great.
0: Yeah. That uh, starting and ending the episode in that desert location, mm-hmm. you know with the with the the cloud cover, so you have the no sunlight. I mean, it was such a bleak moment, mm-hmm. but also so much you you understand that that is totally where Barry is right now mm-hmm. and in that space. And the only other one that feels like they are in that space is Fuchs because when they show him in the chechen countryside he has this it it looks like it could have been shot 50 feet from where they shot the part with barry uh it's 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 the same the same vibe and i mean they're treating it very differently but they kind of are in the same same space they're kind of just Um, laying
1: low and kind of like protective services type of thing
0: yeah chechen protective service yeah yeah um and uh yeah how much time has passed cuz there the thing, are moments know, yeah. yeah there are moments in this that feel like this is like 6 months later and then the you see the stuff going on with jean you're like this has to be like two or three weeks later so, i think they did they say 6 weeks
1: or 6 they, i think they they said i the uh I can't remember her name but the investigating officer oh, did done yeah, she did say something there in her scene. Like, right. it's been so many weeks since we've had our... So we we haven't Building anything, our case. Building our case. So it could be six weeks, six months. One of those two would make sense because you would have to think, too, Sally doesn't get a TV show that quick. They seem to be already in production, and they have such... And, shot. and like, on the
0: that's, third third episode or something? Yeah, so that has... That's a quick turnaround. So yeah. six, it's probably six months, I would think. That, that sounds more like it but you've got Gene that's just been sitting on this that whole time or maybe he finally just realized that the cops aren't going to do anything about it
1: yeah like that's he was true. waiting
0: for justice to play itself out and yeah. when they turn and start looking at Fuchs instead the Raven the Raven oh they totally like, bought the name Edgar Allan Poe they, they were <laughs> scares like oh you should Wikipedia that because it works on many levels <laughs> it works on many levels <laughs> He he was so impressed with his with his name. It was great. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Uh yeah. What's what's the best scene in this? There's so many great moments. And again, yeah. all packed into that half hour.
1: So the I mean I brought up like you have that ending sequence. This is great. You have the desperate Character looking for different sequences, and I do have one, but I think the one I want to go with is the one that I was kind of really impressed by. Well, I think it was Sally on this one. This is when after she asks, she requests rather of Natalie to cut up the little baby carrot slices. I I, I couldn't I help I couldn't help How but great draw- is it
0: that Natalie is her <laughs> assistant, by the way. Yeah, perfect. I couldn't <laughs>
1: help but draw a comparison to Justin Timberlake in Pop star Never Stop Never Stopping or whatever. Where he's the chef. He cuts the baby carrots and little diagonals and little squares. And he prepares the food. And uh, it, it was great. Um, but anyway, she's walking through the set. And doing all these different interactions reading lines it's not a blue shirt and we should be wearing different clothes oh that's how she's she, gonna be screaming at me this whole time okay cool hey how's it going nice to see you. and then she has that moment of like another kind of ominous kind of tone and reminded me just all i needed was some jazz drums it, it's totally birdman that's what that reminded oh, me of. oh
0: yeah you're right so it, it
1: just needed those miles teller drums right back there and it's a birdman totally but totally that's recall. my favorite scene because it's there's so much stuff going on and especially the final interaction where they're like oh how you been how you been and so he's trying to pressure you to have it because they call action in the right and, and the, she and it's, she's it's,
0: on. i noticed that too like just, just how she's able to just snap into it yes yeah, perfect uh perfect and you and you she has that moment of of just like where she takes that breath too because mm-hmm. you also have to remember all this is still built on the lie she told on stage. Yeah. And so that, that you get just that tiny little moment where you see it's weighing on her. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she, one of the things I was noticing, she owns that moment. Like she owns that whole scene and Mm -hmm. this is her thing. This is her show. And it is, and she, she knows it and she's able to do, everything and answer all the questions and be what she needs to be in a way we haven't seen from her because she's never been the one she's been waiting to be and now she is yeah
1: what was the show called was it called joplin
0: yeah that's what
1: it looked like because i thought it was like is she playing janice joplin that's where my head went <laughs> <laughs> i was like is she playing the, the biopic of janice joplin and then it went to this other thing i was like maybe it's a it's a two different projects i, I don't know that but it, that could be. that's what my, my conspiracy
0: theory is going <laughs> Two different yeah. projects. I, no, I. Th- it's got to be this. I don't know why, but I mean, we can. It's a weird. I, I'm sure it'll come about. up at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I have for the uh, for the best scene, the the opening to the whole episode, mm. burying the desert, and the whole scene with with Jeff and the the guy who hired barry to kill him because he's apparently going on like dark web craigslist to find (sighs) hitman marketplace um yeah i thought that was a fascinating scene because it tells you everything you need to know about what's going to be happening in this season and Mm -hmm. how the season is going to be different you've got this dark bleak you know landscape You've got Barry just dead inside, emotionless, eating a donut, listening to a guy digging his own grave, screaming at the top of his lungs, please forgive me, please forgive me. And then, in the end, the guy forgives him, and Barry's like, what? No, no, you're going to forgive him? What? And so he kills them both? I, I just, wow.
1: I think it's... Very fitting that the title is called Forgiving Jeff. It starts off mm-hmm. with forgiving, and it's bookend with the forgiveness and for realizing the forgiving at the end too. I think the whole season's set up to be a, a journey of forgiveness, which is a very uh, important thing for all of us. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how he gets his redemption in this. And I think it's it's a great way to start off because it really hammers home the theme of this season. I feel like.
0: Yeah, and earning forgiveness. I think that was a big
1: that's the, the key part, earn. Yeah. All
0: right. Who's who's the fuchs bag?
1: F- uh <laughs> Sally to Natalie. I don't I don't know because now she has an assistant so she can beacon kind of the deep the the fuchs bag to her because you see she's already hating it, but mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I, I had Sally down too. Yeah, I think but, and for, and for more than just Natalie, but yes, absolutely what's going on with Natalie. Yeah. It, she she's there, but then just the way she's all right. So and so Barry, just know that if I invite you to stay for lunch, you can't.
1: You can't stay.
0: <laughs> um even if I say it's okay, just know it's not, and you can't yes, and you're <laughs> you're booked. Yeah, yeah. And she she's kind of like ignoring him in a way that all right, he is off in his own little world right now, and I'm just gonna let him be. And uh I'm maybe maybe he's he's kind of taken up a you know that deadbeat spot that that her her ex had and maybe there's going to be some you know (laughs) history repeating itself there a little bit uh but (laughs) yeah but uh yeah she is getting the control she's always thought she's deserved Mm -hmm. and is liking it way too much
1: yeah that's true
0: and uh and yeah so she's she's my fuchs bag Call, yeah.
1: Do we Same. have a stick man? Well, I had Jeff, but then I, I think it's going to be Chrisable and Noble. No, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> They're thriving in their relationship. It seems like there's no Esther to get in between them. Fifty-fifty, 50 50 Yeah, let's go. Because <laughs> I was like, you just walked. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, he's in the shower. What the? And then all of a sudden he takes. I was like, oh, we're going there. Cool. Right on. I, I was like, okay, okay. I could see it. Um. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, My my stick man. I'm going with Chloe's boyfriend. Oh, the the daughter in the show. Yeah. Um, So he tried. Apparently, he 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 is. He seems to be well experienced in in how to be one. Yeah, we'll we'll put it that way.
1: (laughs) No means no, dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh. The uh Chloe, the actress playing the actress playing Chloe is uh Elsie Fisher.
1: Yeah, that's that's I thought she looked familiar. That's the familiar face award.
0: Yeah, the Fisher. Eight, yeah. That, yeah. Eighth grade. That's, uh, Gucci. Eighth grade. Gucci. Um yeah, mine for for that was uh where to go? There we go. The uh the studio exec. Yeah, she looks familiar, too. She looked familiar, too. And I think. I think this has to be I was looking at the cast list and trying to find it, but this has to be her Marika Dominic. I think that's who it is. Maybe. No, she's too young. Who is that? Hmm. Anyways, I don't yeah,
1: know. I didn't, I didn't look it up either, but I'm like that's, uh
0: But yeah, I don't know who it is, but she is. Right. A little insane. Yeah. And that was a weird scene. Um, it felt like a female version of the mics. But uh yeah, that was that was a little odd. But she was she was a great little it it felt like she was a character out of the first two seasons of Barry that they could pull out and use for this one. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Yeah, I can see that. All right, because-
0: well, I don't know if we're going to get any more of the acting class, but we still have the Jermaine oh. favorite minor character award. I hope. Um, yeah, it's sad. We we're think. missing Jermaine and yeah. his his 30 seconds on screen. That was always memorable. Yes. Uh, so shout out to Jermaine. I hope you come back at some point. But uh, who was your favorite minor character?
1: Gene's son, uh, because mm. I, I put his grandson originally, but the more I'm thinking about, it, I think it's his son. Uh, okay, what, what's it? Leo? Leo. Leo. Yeah. So I've done this before for him. This, this show is put him as the minor character, but this one, he knows something's up. Cause yeah, I, I think he does. He, he's like, what, why did he just say? Cause I thought it was odd that he told his grandson, everything's going to be okay. What was the context of saying mm-hmm. that? Why would they, and as a father be like, wait, why did he just say that? Obviously, yeah. we know what he's going to do, but not the son. So got to go with Leo. There is a uh, son, his son intuition, fatherly intuition, probably
0: mm-hmm.
1: spiked up. Spidey sense spiked up again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, for my favorite minor character in a completely different direction. I'm going with the drug hiding Chechen who's putting the drugs in the bottom of flower pots and the other one comes running through when the cops show up. That's a good one. Hide it! hide it all. Hide it all! And he's like, mm. I like the white stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a cool moment. It was, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. That's a, yeah. Fun. Yeah. What was like, how did they get this, uh, flower shop? It kind of reminded me like, uh, like this operation you would see from lethal weapon. And I I don't know if you remember this scene, but when you were first get introduced to Riggs, he's like on a Christmas tree lot. He's like trying to buy a powder, cocaine or whatever from there. And he's like, and there's like, basically this whole Christmas tree uh, drug operation. That's kind of what it reminded me. Like, yeah, you guys are selling plants, but you're actually selling some of the other plants some (laughs) some white powder too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was was a, that was a neat scene. And then you get back and you've got, you've got Hank and Batir. It's like mm-hmm. we we need more we need more men. We only have four guys. It's like, well, SEAL Team Six only had six, and, got and they had a TV show. So I think we're doing okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he killed my baddies. <laughs> ba- he killed my Barry, ki-
0: Barry killed my baddies. Yeah. The Barry relatable moment.
1: Uh, yeah, hard to it's so bleak but you know when he's i was thinking
0: the same thing that like maybe this is gonna be hard to do it's... in this season but we can still try
1: i i had one yeah. um it's funny i heard this song today i think he was listening to metallica one on there when he's sh- going through his craig of uh, dark web so i'm like yeah barry and i like a metallica got it like, i think i've said it before i think there was a metallica shirt or poster that he was wearing on it's like the ep- first episode but. Ah, Metallica. He was clearly listening to Metallica in this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. No particular uh,
1: reason why <laughs> but he was. My,
0: yeah, my very relatable is uh, just that bummed out look on your face when the batteries die in your controller.
1: Yeah, that's oh, true. My
0: bat, my controller's broken. What? Huh, what? <laughs> And, and like, Sally's still talking to him, but he's completely just not paying attention. It's like, what am I going to do now? I was in the middle of a game. Yeah. <laughs> and That, then, like, that was like one any. thing.
1: Yeah. You never have, because Xbox controllers are like double A's. So you don't have like, you, you never have a good double A batteries once they die. You, you always have plenty of double A's when they're like r- operational, but once of they did, you can't find anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's good. That's a good All call right. right
0: there. I like that. LVP, and then we'll do MVP. Who is your LVP, or what is your LVP?
1: Uh, Craigslist hitman. I, 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 don't know. He, it's definitely dark web, but he's that going that desperate nature of having to go to the internet to find work to kill people. I think the that and marketplace and having how having the crappy clients. I guess if it as you were because uh, obviously the first guy forgave. Jeff and this other lady is like disgusted that he even asked about the flowers and stuff like that <laughs> in the flower yeah. shop. Yeah, so I, I think the clients on the Craigslist Hitman page, the the clients the
0: Hitman Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, my LVP is rip torn for giving Gene a crappy gun that fell apart the second he tried to use it.
1: That's a good one too. That's that's my that would be a close second for me rip, t- torn's gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can dodge a wrench, you cannot have a working gun.
0: Apparently. <laughs> there we go. That's the quote of the episode right there.
1: <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you <laughs> don't have a working gun. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. MVP. I'll go first on this one. Yeah, yeah. My MVP is The Shawshank Redemption because <laughs> it had that great quote: "Get rich or die trying." <laughs> I
1: love that movie, but I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's a top ten movie of all time. I was like, wait a second. 50 Cent wasn't in this.
0: Is <laughs> like is like that movie Shawshank Redemption. Get rich or die trying.
1: <laughs> Almost LVP worthy for him misquoting that. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I thought that, that, that just was a, good a one. random little call out to that. It was just yeah. brilliant.
1: Good call. Uh, MVP for me is Noel Hank as well. <laughs> Uh, but he killed that interrogation. We haven't talked about that scene, but yeah. that is low key. One of the best scenes of the episode, probably of the series because he has so such great poise. And he's like, this is my first interrogation. I'm kind of nervous, kind of nervous. And,
0: and he even, and that, that pin threw oh. him completely, yeah, was, completely threw did him. I know that. Nope. And so he was, he was like, Panicking a little bit there, and he was trying to. He's like, "Okay, what am I going to do now? What am we going to do?" Keep on the plan. Keep on the plan. The Raven. I know. It's Scary, right? Fukes. Yeah. He lives in the shadows. We don't know where he is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I like how that was the. Yeah, so now Fuchs <laughs> is basically just like the guy everybody's
0: they're looking for, which is awesome. And uh, well, and he even said, "It's like, why are we pinning it all on him? Because he means nothing to us." Yeah. And, and so strange. which makes me wonder why they're even protecting him in the first place, maybe because they realize he is insane and will do anything. So they're giving the the uh, false indication that we're going to we're going to kind of protect you for a little while. And then when you come back, we're just going to cut bait and it's going to mean nothing. And it's all. Or, yeah,
1: could be also, too. Well, this could be going into like what what did we predict for the episode season to go. Yeah,
0: that's what we got left. What's next?
1: So I can see where they were waiting for them to get interrogated because he's like, they knew they had a plan. They knew Noah Hank was going to get interrogated at some point. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They talked about the monastery. They talked about, uh, Jean's house and they are, they're going to pin it on Fuchs. So what's the perfect plan? Keep Fuchs into this weird, like barn with goat milk and cereal and such like that until they, they even tell a few cuz we're going to hang low. And so guess what? Oh, you're good to go now. <laughs> now that we gave him the information about the raven, oh, you're you're good now.
0: Make him feel secure as as secure and as Chechen as possible because mm-hmm. then they're going to sell him as a Chechen assassin. But here all right, here's a one thing that doesn't work about this though. <clears throat> they Did Loach hide that much who Fuchs was? Because remember, Loach went to Cleveland and brought Fuchs back because he got pulled in by the Cleveland police. He's got a record. They know his face. So did Loach hide the fact of who this guy was that much that we really don't know or no one else really knows in the police department who he is? the point that they can point him out and say this is a chechen assassin named the raven and no one goes wait that's the guy loach was chasing
1: but at the same time there was talk about that the chechens were involved in the first case as well so it could be and they found a tooth in that garage where it's like well the guy was there he's a chechen he just he left a tooth
0: but they know his name Loach knew his name was Monroe Fuchs,
1: but could be could be an alias. He has so many different aliases. So they're just going to say
0: he's the Raven. I mean, is this saying that Dunn is that dumb?
1: Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, completely
0: incompetent, because Moss and Loach were the only ones that could actually figure anything out in that department. Probably. I mean, we do know what their IT guys are like.
1: Yeah. Yo, Jimbo. I guess
0: that works. Okay. Yeah. Yo, Jimbo.
1: (laughs) All right. I don't uh, know, I, I'm intrigued by where they do go with it because mm-hmm. I think it's a fascinating turn of events where they they everybody's like playing off each other, which is great and uh having Fuchs be the target and they even said they cleared Barry, which is the best part of it. They cleared Barry, but yeah. what the hell what what do you think Barry's gonna do to earn uh Gene's forgiveness? That's the biggest thing. So here's here's, here's
0: a thing. Yeah, and I was thinking about this too going into this. I was like, okay. They're going to build up to this showdown between Barry and Gene. And I felt like that was what was going to be the the season. Was like Barry kind of on the run almost, Barry yeah. kind of hiding and it, and then this whole thing with Gene was going to come out at some point. They threw it out there in the first freaking episode and and so like this thing that could have been an entire season's worth of content it's out there in the first episode so the fact that they threw that out right away and now barry is going to try and earn it back man what's what where are we going to go from there and and is it is it actually going to work i mean because because gene i mean this was the love of his life and and is it can you ever earn that back earn back that earn that forgiveness for something like that And, and Leo, seems to have an idea
1: yeah and leo's going to be on guard now too i think so he could pick up on something so he could be imagine that happens so gene if Leo dies at the end of the season i know that's way uh-huh. thinking way hard and there's no way that anything has been hinted at that but imagine like the turmoil he would be in if that happened. Mm -hmm. I don't know that or his grandson. Now that we get introduced to his grandson
0: or is what is what Barry sees. Is that like seeing what's going to happen? Is he seeing this is where life is going? Mm -hmm. I, I saw I saw the, you know, the bullet holes in the heads as like. He's visualizing his worst nightmare. And the worst thing that could happen. And so he's about to pull the pull the gun on trigger or on the uh, pull the trigger on Gene. And then he sees it happen in his mind and realizes that's his nightmare. This is my nightmare. Um <laughs> and he can't he can't do it. Uh, this is this is gonna be this is this is great. This is great. This is that's really a good great. One.
1: This is a very good one.
0: Yeah, this just took on a whole new level and I am super pumped for this Mm -hmm. season. Me too. After that episode. These little half hour morsels of
1: television. What? Yeah.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully you're excited. Uh, As of when we're recording this, this just came out, I think, over the summer, right? So this is only a few months old. So As you're listening, I hope you're rewatching or watching for the first time. So you're experiencing this with us, uh, going through this amazing show with us, and we'll be back at you next week with another episode. Any last words, Adam?
1: Yeah, it's uh, I totally forgot to mention this before real quick. This was supposed to be this came out like a year, almost a year and a half after the second season because of covid.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: So they got season four written as well during that time. I was reading before
0: and they're already shooting it. So we know.
1: So it's coming. It's coming. But anyway, uh, pretty exciting uh, stuff. And it's just good to have Barry back. And I'm glad that you and I didn't have to wait a year and a half for to talk about it.
0: <laughs> See, but we're, run, we're running out of episodes here. So we're going to have to we're gonna have yeah. to wait at some point. Hopefully not too long. Uh, Well, that is true. All you have to wait for another episode of the Almost Sideshow is a week, because next week we'll be back with season three, episode two. Join us then. Until then, high five! High five!